Welcome to the MJV Podcast, where we focus on building your faith and stirring up your passion to win souls. Take a minute to subscribe if you haven't already, so you can stay up to date with everything we do. Now here's your host, Evangelist Mike Vitalich. We're going to be talking about what it takes to be a soul winner, uh, plus a Q&A. So if you have a question... Yeah, this is your time to ask us questions. You can um, put it in the comments. Put it in the comment. You can email us if it's something private, something, whatever. Just, you know, we're doing this because I felt the Lord to do it because God's looking looking for people. God is looking for people and God is looking to raise up people. And he he's, you know, he's... He's done all that he's going to do. He's given us the Holy Spirit, and now he's looking for willing vessels. Mm-hmm. And if that's you, if you're a willing vessel, if you say, I want to be used by God, just throw a, an emoji hand, type in me, um, tag a friend that needs to hear this right now. Because winning souls, it does great things for the kingdom, but it also does great things in your life. Amen? Winning souls, and I, when I say winning souls, I mean evangelism, um, leading somebody to Jesus, praying with them. You know, not only just, you know, inviting them to church, but praying with them, you know, making sure they know that they know that they know that they're on their way back to heaven because Jesus lives in their heart and they've accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior and Lord of their life. Amen. Thanks for hopping on, everyone watching us on... uh, Hello, Kathy, Donna, Rob, everybody else who's hopping on. If you're watching on YouTube, take a minute, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, our YouTube channel is MJV Ministries, and yeah. it's got all of our videos logged on there. And you can subscribe and get notified every time we go live. What's up, Jeremiah? How are you, my friend? Watching on some watch parties that we have sent out. Thanks for hopping on, guys. <clears throat> I see you guys hopping on. Uh, we see you all in the comments and everything. Amen. Yeah. I'm excited for this. Yeah, be sure to write your questions down because we're going to take, we got. We're going to take all questions, <clears throat> and we're going to make sure that, you know, you have an understanding of what it takes. So number one thing it takes, number one thing that it takes to be a soul winner is boldness. Mm-hmm. Is boldness. Now, I'm, you know, people that you're winning somebody to the Lord is, you know, obviously you're a Christian. You believe Jesus. You, you, you get it. You're, you're a disciple of Christ. But it takes boldness. Number one thing that you need to 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 settle in your spirit that you are bold. I'm not afraid of people. I'm not afraid of what they look like. I'm not afraid what they might say. You know, remember anytime that you tell somebody about Jesus and, and they don't want anything about it, you know, they're never rejecting you. They're rejecting Jesus. So don't take it personal when somebody says no to you. Mm-hmm. You know, here in uh, Illinois, we we go soul winning a lot because um, recently, it's been cold outside and the snow is just melting. So we just go into Walmart and uh, we tell people about Jesus. And, uh, you know, I went soul winning on a Saturday with my friend Justin from the church. And, um, you know, it was it was really it was really impressed on my heart because he knew what he had to do. Right. God, or even right now, somebody's watching, you know, you should be winning souls. But maybe you don't know where to start. Maybe you don't know what to say. Maybe it's not even trained in your church. Maybe there's no, nobody doing it. But there's something inside of you that is telling you, hey, you need to tell people about Jesus. The Holy Ghost is prompting in your heart. So, you know, 
that was an issue with Justin. He knew, he knew. I kept talking about it with him. And, and, and one Saturday, out of the blue, he texted me. Um, it was last week that he said, Mike, I want to go soul winning. I need to learn how to lead people to the Lord. And so I said, hey, I'll meet you at the church at 11 o'clock. So went there, and uh, we use a, a gospel soul winning script that if anybody wants a copy of, um, it's a tool that we use, and um, we use that. We, we lead people. So it's not even a matter of what do I say. We're just reading a soul winning script to somebody, and we're memorizing it. We're learning it. We're getting it in our spirits. And so we went over that and everything. But I want to I make this a point that at that moment when Justin texted me, he's like, Mike, I need to do it. I need to do it. I need to tell people about Jesus. So we met and we got, we got to talking. And, you know, the Holy Ghost, if you allow the Holy Ghost to teach you, you know, to turn off your cardinal mind and just to teach you about, you know, what it takes to be a soul winner, what it takes to about being bold for the Lord, you'd be very surprised what will happen. <clears throat> so we went over this and, and I even told him, I said, listen, I'll do all the work. Just watch. Just watch. Just see how I do it. You know, repetition equals revelation. Mm -hmm. I told this to him when I was in the world, when I was serving the devil, when I was in the world, I used to hang out with worldly people. But when I made my mind up and I decided to, to, to live for Jesus, I started hanging around with godly people, people in my church, people in school that I went to ministry school with. Yeah. There's a difference that of two different peoples. And I'm not saying people in the world are bad. But I'm not, I'm not like the world anymore. I've seen the goodness of God. I, I see the power of God move. So I even said, the more you hang around people in the church, the more you hang around soul winners, you become a soul winner. You know, I, when I was in the world, I used to smoke cigars. And I don't know how I started. I was hanging around with people that smoke cigars. And the next thing I know, I should start smoking a cigar. It's the same thing. If you hang around soul winners, if you hang around with people that don't sin, if you hang around with holy people, smart, wise people, they begin to rub off on you. Yeah. And then you begin to make the right decisions. So I've been talking to Justin and he said, yes, I'll go. I'll do it. And so we led last Saturday, we led 10 people to the Lord. 10 people prayed the prayer of salvation. 10 people prayed the prayer of salvation. Ten people said, Jesus, come into my heart. I make you Lord of my life. I believe you died for me. I believe you rose from the dead. I believe you're coming back for me. Jesus forgave ten people yesterday, uh, last week, mm -hmm. and their sins were washed away. Amen? And that's what it's about. That's what it's about. But being bold, you have to be bold. Let's, let's, give, you some, uh, uh, let's give you some scripture in being bold. Right. Um, Acts 28, verse 31, boldly proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ. And no one tried to stop him. This is what they're talking about. The apostles, you know, they boldly went out. They boldly, they boldly went out proclaiming and nobody tried to stop them. Once you make up your mind, I'm going to go win souls. I'm going to go win the lost. Nobody is going to stop me. The only person that will stop you is yourself. Yeah. Is yourself. I remember I was in the, um, like upstate Pennsylvania, a very rural area, and I was doing uh, soul winning training. Um, and I remember 
I had a great class. People were going out. People were going out, winning souls. They were catching it. They were catching it. They were understood how important of it. And then we were having Holy Ghost meetings. And then uh, at towards the end of the, the 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 time I was there, one lady said to me, "You know, I was so afraid of people saying no to me. That's why I didn't want to go out. I'm so sorry. I'm so the Holy Ghost convicted her." And I said, don't say sorry to me. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. I said, now that you know you're supposed to go, I gave her all the tools. I gave her the literature. I said, I said, now it's up to you. It's up to you. You watching right now, it's up to you to build up the boldness inside of you. You know, if you have unsaved family members, I use that as fuel. You know, I have people in my family that aren't sold out to the Lord yet. But I know the moment I start winning the loss, the moment I start leading someone's brother, someone's sister, someone's yeah. cousin, niece, grandma, mother, father to the Lord, I know God's going to send somebody to go after my family. Mm-hmm. Some of my family won't receive it from me, but that's okay. I dust my feet off. I go on. Amen. Mm-hmm. Salvation is a personal choice. Nobody can make it for you. We don't beat people over the head when we lead them to the Lord. We don't, we don't condemn them. We don't hate on them. We love them. It's about a relationship with Jesus. You, you won't go. Nobody will hang out with somebody. Nobody will communicate with somebody they hate. Think about it right now. If you have somebody in your life that you don't like, you're not going to want to talk to them. You're not going to want to communicate with them. You're not even going to want to ask them for help. You don't want to know them. That's not Jesus. Jesus is love. Jesus is peace. Jesus is kindness. Jesus is forgiveness. And if you show that type of Jesus, a lot of people, they go out soul winning and, and, and leading people to the Lord. It's like, hey, uh, you know, you're a sinner. You, you do drugs. You cheat on your wife. You, you sleep around. You're going to hell. That's not Jesus. Let me tell you right now, that is not Jesus. Light a hair on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I, if you do the exact opposite approach, loving on somebody, hey, has anyone ever told you God loves you? Has anyone ever told you God has a plan for you? You know, you, get the, you, you catch them with love and you let the Holy Ghost convict them. You let the Holy Ghost teach them, hey, I need to stop smoking. Hey, I need to stop drinking. Hey, I need to stop cursing and swearing and listening to secular music. You know, that's, that's how it is. It's an inside work first. And that first initial inside work is when praying the prayer of salvation. It's them, it's them asking the Lord, take out the stony heart and give me the heart of flesh. And you begin to see a ripple effect. Amen. You begin to see a ripple effect to see all that's happening in our life. But the number one thing is boldness. Number one thing you need is boldness. Proverbs 28.1, the wicked run away from no one chasing them, but the godly are as bold as a lion. Philippians 4.13, just to show you, you can do all things through Christ. Christ has commanded us to go out to win the lost. You can do all things through Christ. Who strengthens you? God is strengthening you to win the loss. God is telling you, go and win the loss. Tell somebody about Jesus. The greatest thing you can do with somebody is not give them money. It's not give them schooling, not give them shelter. Those are all good. Those are all fine. But the greatest thing you could do for somebody is tell them about Jesus. Connect them with their Heavenly Father. By winning the loss, you are connecting them with heavenly purpose. You are connecting them to destiny that God has given, uh, has a plan for them. Amen. Amen. If you have any questions, have any comments, let us know right now. Tell us, tell them, tell us where you're you're hopping in from. I know we got people watching in the group chat. Tracy, uh, Bobby, um, Elliot Turner. What's going on? How are you, Elliot? Uh, let us know. Let us know if you have any questions. Amen. Mm-hmm.
Um, Numbers 6, 24. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and grace you. May the Lord show you favor and give you peace. There's something happens when you start winning the lost. There's something happens when you start telling people about Jesus. There's something that happens. It's, it's no longer you you're walking in. You're walking in the calling that God has for you. It's supernatural favor that God blesses you because you're going after the harvest. You know, the harvest, the Bible says the harvest is, is plentiful. The laborers are few. There's very little people that want to actually do the work. Yeah. You know, there's very little people. People have so many excuses now. I could write a book of excuses. People that are called by God to go out and preach, to go out to teach, go out to win the lost. They have they they've filled up their schedule with everything secular in the world and they've forgotten. You know, soul winning prevents you from backsliding. Soul winning prevents you from backsliding. I've never met somebody that led somebody to the Lord that doesn't have a good relationship with Jesus. Soul winning shows God that his plan, his purpose, his plan, his purpose is more important than anything. Soul winning, soul winning, leading somebody to Jesus shows God that you are fixed on him. Mm-hmm. That everything else in this world doesn't matter. I'm here to build the kingdom first. I'm here to seek God first. I'm here to lead people to the Lord. And by leading somebody, one person you are causing a celebration in heaven. Yeah. The Bible says there's a big celebration whenever a, a sinner repents and turns his turn their life over to the Lord. And I'm telling you, you have to settle it in your spirit. Mm-hmm. You have to settle it. Somebody's watching right now. You know you have to do this. It's not even a bad thing. You're, I mean, you think about what God's asking us to do. It's a, it's, you know, it's a great commission. I, don't do it for me. Do it. Because God has commanded you to. It's a commandment. Go out to the lost. Go out to all the world and preach the gospel. Yeah. You know, I, I always say this every time we go to Walmart, you know, someone says, hey, do you have permission to go to pray for people? Or do you have permission to go fly? Yeah, I got permission. The Bible gives me permission. The Bible gives me permission. <laughs> Amen. So that's why I never sweat. I, I've been kicked out of Walmart before. I've been looked at funny, you know. But it's a matter of life and death. It's a matter of life and death. People will go to hell and not realize it. People will go to hell. Yeah. I plan on leaving this earth when God calls me home with a, a, a manuscript of people that, that accepted Jesus. I want that soul winning crown. The only thing you can bring to heaven is souls. The only thing you can bring to heaven is souls. If you are, if you're watching me right now and you want to learn more about soul winning, listen, email us right now. Email us right now. We could set up a Zoom meeting. We could set up a FaceTime, whatever it is. I'll get literature in your hand. I'll pray over you. My wife and I travel. God's called us to, to be evangelists as it's, as it's to bring in the last harvest of souls. And my wife and I, we travel, we preach, we're located in Rockford, Illinois, in our home church, Riverside Assembly of God. And, you know, it's not even a matter of asking permission to go and travel. Our pastors know what we're doing. 
And so we've, we've dedicated our lives into preaching the gospel, seeing revival, seeing God touch his people, seeing miracles, and raising up an army, an army of soul winners, mm-hmm. people that are not afraid, but are bold for Christ. Amen. Amen. If you yeah. want more training, you can go to mjvministries.com and click on training. Um, there's a training uh, button there, and it has everything from the soul winning script, uh, the mobile version of the soul winning script on your phone. It has video training. It has ways to get in contact with us to to have more training. So um, definitely check out our website. And it also has a way to get in contact with us. If you'd like one-on-one yeah. training, we do that as well. So Yeah. Everyone watching in group chats. We have chats all over here. People Whoa. watching. I'm telling you. My mom is on. Get, get, get with your destiny and lead somebody to the Lord. Amen? It's not even about you. It's about people, influence that you have. Yeah. Somebody's watching right now. You have influence. You know? You could be a hairdresser. You could be a barber. You could be a mechanic. There's people that you know in your that you work around. Does your neighbor know that you're a, you're a believer? That you are a Christian, red hot on fire for the Lord. Before we leave here, you know we're gonna take questions, but I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pray that the fire of God comes on you to become a soul winner. That fear that you have right now, that anxiety, somebody tra- that, that fe- you feel just anxiety and pressure every time you try to stand up and preach the gospel, that will break off of you in Jesus' name. Yeah. God's not wasting any time. The Holy Ghost is in search right now for people that want to be soul winners, that want to stand up to proclaim the gospel, that won't bow their knees to bow to Baal. But they will stand up and proclaim Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Yeah. Soul winning takes, takes, takes you out of the picture and puts Jesus in the picture. Amen. We got to show a couple of... My wife went soul winning. We do soul winning training on uh, Thursdays. We do soul winning training on Saturdays. All people have our numbers. Um, she, she went with... Uh, Somebody from our church, and they wanted to go out and win souls and sh- learn how to do it. You know, soul winners are teachable people. And so there's my wife, you know, talking to, talking to somebody, talking to a lady. There's me in Walmart, praying with two people, praying with a family. Those people were introduced to Jesus. You could leave the pictures up. Those people were introduced to Jesus. We, we told them that God has a great plan for their lives. And they know. And some of them, when we pray for them, they just feel, they feel lighter. They feel like a burden has just, you know, you know, lifted off them. Do you have any testimonies from praying with those people yesterday? What they say or, or how, how did they go or anything like that? Could you, you share anything? Like, you, um, you, you just know. I mean, there's another picture. I don't know if you have it. Um, when uh, we were leaving that restaurant and that waitress was just in tears. You know, I... Or even when we were in New Hampshire and we prayed for our waitress. And uh, she just, she was serving us. It was late at night. Remember that? Yeah. Lady? yeah. I remember. A um, lot of opportunities, even through your day-to-day life, a lot of people think, well, I don't come in contact with people. But you really do. 
Um, you know, if you go through a drive-through, if you go to a restaurant, if you go to Walmart shopping, grocery shopping, if you get groceries delivered to your house, if you get food, pizza delivered to yeah. your house, like you're always in contact with someone in your day-to-day life. And always. So I, um, I, I, we went out yesterday and I was training up uh, a lady who wanted to learn how we do soul winning. Yeah. And I was like going and just showing her how we do it and how, and she said, wow, it's, it's really, we used an, um, uh, we were flyering for an event we had. So we used a flyer as an icebreaker and we just said, Hey, we're here. We want to invite you to this event we're having. And usually, you know, everybody, everybody took, uh, flyers and they were like, thank you so much. And then I just go into the script of, has anyone ever told you God loves you and has a plan for your life? And some people were in a hurry, but they still stopped to to listen, you know, even if it was something that was drawing them and you could see it because they were in there, they were getting in their car, they were in a hurry, they didn't, you know, uh, plan for this, but it was just something that drew them. And so we went through and, and we got to lead people to the Lord and people were thankful and people were like, thank you so much for, for saying that. We've had times where we were, um, you know, we would say, uh, we would have people, some people would cry. Um, some people would feel joy. Some people would say, I don't know what this is, but I just feel so much better or thank you so much. I really needed that. And as people you least expect, but you know what was different yeah. was that yesterday it was like I could see people in a new perspective of this is someone's um, mother. This is someone's daughter. This is someone's grandfather. This is someone's brother. This is someone, you know, and so when I was leading people to the Lord, it was like I could see it in a different in a different way that I hadn't before. And it was really it was it was really cool just to experience that because you think you could get into it I mean you can get into a mundane of just living day to day, go in, go out, do your business and mind your business and not talk to people. But it was something that was just it was really cool powerful and and like we used to go we used to go to that walmart and we it's like you know a farmer plants seed we were you know it was like times where nobody nobody like there was a veil on people and they couldn't see there was blinders and nobody wanted to pray nobody i mean there's been times where even i got discouraged like well i don't get this like why why you know, this is your gospel. This is your power, and and the Lord said you're just you're just getting ready for a harvest. You're 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 just as a farmer before he goes into uh, plants a harvest, he's got to till the ground. You know, there's been times where we spent hours there just flyering for events, just telling people, hey, free event, come to our church parking lot, free event, you know, giveaway, you know, uh, um, whatever, how many outreaches we have here had on this property, and now, you know, half hour, twenty minutes. Go in there, in and out. Ten people give their hearts to the Lord. Fifteen people gave their hearts to the Lord. Twenty people. You know, it's becoming so easy because of the anointing that God has placed in our lives because we've sowed seed. We have, we have put a harvest. You know, we've been praying. Mm-hmm. And it's just supernatural what the Lord is doing. I want to encourage somebody right now who's watching. Listen, it's easy. It's easy. You know, it's funny. My friend Justin, I... I Gave him the mic on Sunday just to testify on what God's doing. And I asked him, Justin, was it easy? And he said, Mike, he said it to everybody in the congregation. He said, it's so easy, even a caveman can do it. <laughs> I had Pastor James on, on, on the floor laughing. But it's super easy. You know, you have to settle it in your spirit. You know, 
The Bible says in John 15, John 15, um, verse 16, it says, You didn't choose me, but I chose you. I appointed you to go and to produce lasting fruit so that the Father would give you whatever you ask for. This is my command. Love each other. By, sowing, by leading somebody to the Lord, it's showing that you love them. By leading somebody to the Lord, it's showing fruit in your life. Yeah. When was the last time you invited someone to church or you brought somebody to church? I mean, I'm asking real questions. I'm not here to, to bully anybody or to get on people's nerves, but it's a true question. Well, you know, let me, where, do you have fruit in your life? Yeah. Are you teaching? Are you, you know, I asked this question once. Like some people, are you embarrassed of your pastor? Are you ashamed of your home church? Are you ashamed of God? You know, I, I talked to this one lady. She said, Mike, I'll bring him here. You just got to keep him here. And I said, that, that's all on the Holy Ghost. There's no pressure, you know. There's no pressure on, on the church, our church, to ever keep people here in our church because it's the anointing that draws people in. It's the anointing of God that draws people in. Yeah. And I wanted to share, too, because I was reading this morning um, Philippians 1, Starting in verse 12, this is uh, Paul talking. Um, he's in prison at this, at this point, and he says, And I want you to know, my dear brothers and sisters, that everything that has happened to me here has helped to spread the good news. For everyone here, including the whole palace guard, knows that I am in chains because of Christ. And because of my imprisonment, most of the believers have gained confidence and boldly speak God's message without fear. So you see, even in this situation where Paul was in prison and he was, you know, after he was arrested, he could have, he could have called it quits. I mean, he had every right to and justified in in his, in, you know, fleshly perspective is he's arrested. He doesn't have, you know, he could just say, all right, that's it. I tried. I'm done. I'm good. But he even used that of, even though I'm in prison, it, every, every guard in this palace Everybody in this prison is going to know why I'm here and what I'm doing. And they're going and they're going to be filled with the boldness to do what I'm doing. And so, you know, he didn't let that even stop him. So uh, because, you know, we all, we have a saying here around here is as uh, first day any of us are arrested is our first day of, of prison ministry. Prison ministry. <laughs> My mom <laughs> started saying that and we just all follow Follow along. You know, first day we get arrested. First, first day, day of prison ministry. First day prison ministry starts because it's like we're and you have to determine in your heart that no matter what happens in this life, no matter yeah, no on. matter who who in my family passes away, no matter who the devil touches in my life, no matter how the enemy attacks me, you know, you could you could go from from living some way to you know, all of a sudden you're, you feel such a burden, you feel a debt, you, you, maybe you're homeless, maybe you're kicked. I mean, I don't know, you know, but like, you know, I'm no, you have to determine in your heart, no matter what happens to me, I am on this earth to win souls. I'm on this earth to tell other people about God and use the people around you. You know, if you're going to a coffee shop every day and they already know your order, you know, use that to, to spark up a conversation, use people, uh, you know, leading family is one of the hardest things to do, Huge. but, but you can do it by living your life 
and and such a way that they're like something's different about you what's different and you just start pouring your the love of god out onto them because yeah. even paul in prison used it as the op- as an opportunity to not only lead people to the lord not only to to do what he's called to do but to stir up others to do the same so you know take take the time to really settle in your heart that you, this is something that you're going to do. You know, I don't care what what it looks like. I don't care how dirty it gets. I'm called to do this, and this is what I'm going to do with my life. Amen. That's really good. That's powerful. Amen. Amen. You know, soul winning. Uh, we'll 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 land this plane, but soul winning gives you the right to ask God for for things you need. Mm-hmm. Soul winning by by being a soul winner, by telling people about Jesus, it gives you special privileges to ask God what you need. And I'm referring back to uh, James 15, um, <clears throat> verse 16. The Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. Yeah. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce fruit. I'm sorry, lasting fruit. So that the Father will give you whatever you need using my name. Soul winners have a right to go to God. Lord, I'm a soul winner. As a soul winner, this this is what I'm believing for. This is what I desire. This is what I need. I mean, it's a whole, it's a whole, you know, it's one thing just to be a Christian, to be a Bible-believing person. It's another thing. It's like a level up. It's like a school that you have to go through. And you have, just like, you know, you get saved, you get discipled, you get, you get baptized by water, you get baptized by the Holy Ghost. You learn to win souls. You learn to win souls. You learn to, to, get, to, to get people to church and pray with them and to lead them to the Lord. It's a schooling. Yeah. And by doing that, it just shows you're more committed to God than most people. Think about that. Lord, I'm that committed to you. I'm willing to go that extra step and I'm willing to lead somebody to you. If you're watching right now and if you're believing for God, for, for something, for breakthrough, for, for extra finances, for healing, or whatever it is, get your mind off of it and lead somebody to the Lord. Go after the lost. Go after the harvest. Diligently seek God in winning souls. You want to be used by the gifts of the Spirit? Lead somebody to the Lord. You feel God's giving you a, 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 to lead a healing ministry. Oh, God's calling me to lay hands on the sick. Go and pray for somebody. Yeah. Exercise your faith yeah. by leading somebody to the Lord. You know, I will never forget this. One of the first people I ever led to the Lord, I was in Claremont, Florida, and the Lord highlighted this guy, on this kid on crutches, and I, and I had my black Escalade at the time, and <laughs> I pulled right over to him, right over to him. I hopped out my truck. The kid was spooked, thought I was going to jump him, kidnap him or something, and I said, hey, I'm sorry to scare you, startle to frighten you. This kid had two crutches and everything. And I said, real quick, the Lord told, showed me you, and he highlighted you, and I had, a, I had to stop my car. And I got a very important question I need to ask you. Has anyone ever told you God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life? And I asked, I proceeded, and I said, do you know, without a shadow of a doubt, if something was to happen to you, do you know where you would spend eternity? Would you go to heaven or would you go to hell? 
I then proceeded, I'm going to pray for you. I prayed for him. I, bl- I prayed a blessing over him. And then I said, if you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, to have all your sins forgiven, to know that you're on your way to heaven, that he loves you, just pray with me. I prayed with that young boy, and I led him to the Lord. He said the prayer, the sinner's prayer. He, he, told the, he asked Jesus to come into his heart. Yeah. You know, and then, I, and then I, I told him, and the Lord prompted me. You know, the Bible then says that once you give your heart over to the Lord, you are a new creation. All things, the Bible says all things, all things have been made new to you. So whatever you need, you can grab it right now. You can say, Lord, I need a new this. I need a new this. I need a new mind. I need a, I, I, I need new vision. I, I, I need a new, you know, fill in the blank. And I said, the Lord could heal your leg. He could heal your, your ankle. He had like a torn LCD. Uh, what is it called? A torn um, oh, um, a ligament. He had a torn ligament. In his ankle, ALC, ALC, and he got cast and everything. ACL, ACL. Somebody knows us. Put it in. And and then what happened? I said, "Well, do you believe you? You know, because it's not head knowledge; it's heart knowledge. It's believing in your heart. Do you believe right now?" God could heal you. And at first he was a little reluctant. And then I started telling him testimonies about how God heals, how God delivers, how God sets free, how God wants you well and whole and healthy to proclaim the God, to proclaim the good news, to proclaim your miracle. And I said, well, if you really believe, I will, I will join my faith with you yeah. and I'll see God heal you. And I said, is that all right? And as soon as he said, yeah, I, I believe I believe there was something in him, something so small, faith so small, like a, a small as a mustard seed. He said, I believe it. Yeah, let's do this thing. Myself and my, my team, we, we prayed, we laid hands on him. I put my leg on, on his ankle. And I said, Lord, brand new ankle. I curse every plan of attack. Lord, brand new. Heal him right now. Lord, he's a, he's a new creation now in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you. All things have been made new. Once he gave his heart over to you, all things, all things, new leg, new ankle, stronger bones in Jesus' name. He said, I feel, I feel, I feel light. I feel fire. He said, I felt like, I think it was like oil or something. Hot, red hot. Yeah. Then I said, work, I said, work it. Work it. Take your cast off. Do something you couldn't do before. Miracles happening right now. Miracles. I was more excited for him. I'm telling you, he took his brace off, everything, Velcro. He had like two things on there. And he said, well, I couldn't do the moment he bent his, 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 his ankle, his foot back. He says, I couldn't do that this morning. And I, and I said, start walking. He started walking. He started moving his ankle, stretching. I couldn't do it this morning. I said, it feels so good. It feels so good. I said, that's Jesus. I said, thank God. Praise him right now. Say, thank you, Lord, for healing me. This kid, I'm telling you, this is the Lord. Mm-hmm. If I didn't talk to him, his house was, was like down the road, maybe like seven houses left. He walked home with his crutches in his hands. I'm telling you, God's looking to do miracles. God's looking to use you. God's looking to, to show a dying and lost generation that, he's, that he is real. If you're watching right now and you want to be used by God, you want to you wanna know that you know, you want God, God, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real with you. 
If you're watching, you need to be real with God. Maybe you're suffering with fear. Maybe you're suffering with anxiety. Maybe you feel you're not bold enough. Today, right now, you get injected with Holy Ghost boldness. Today, you leave watching this broadcast stronger than ever. You leave watching this broadcast filled with the anointing of Christ to win souls in Jesus' name. Put your hand, put your hand on your head right now. Whoever's watching right now, just place your head on your hand, your, your hand on your head. And Father, right now, as your servant, as your child, Father God, I thank you for everybody watching right now. Father, I curse fear off their body. I command fear to leave them now in Jesus' name. Every what if moment, every oh, I don't think moment, Father, I break that off of them. They know when I go and pray, somebody's going to get touched by God. When I go and pray, God shows up to the scene. It's no longer me people are seeing, but it's Jesus Christ through me. Lord, I thank you right now. You're touching your people. I curse fear. I curse anxiety. I curse sickness. Lord, I curse sickness. Be made whole. Because you made a decision to be a soul winner, I command your body to be whole now in Jesus' name. You won't go around telling people about Jesus in crutches. You won't go walking around telling people about Jesus being sick. You will be strengthened in your bones now in Jesus' name. Because you made made an oath with God now. You made a commitment with God. Lord, I'm going to win souls. I'm going to populate heaven. I'm going to do all that I can do before you come home. And Lord, I thank you right now for touching everybody in Jesus' name. Touching everybody in Jesus' name. I command every sort of fear. Things that you just constantly think in your mind. I'm not good enough. I command that thought to be loosened from your mind now. You are good enough. You are called. You are chosen by God. God has called you to be a soul winner. To be the light in a dying and lost generation. Ramando be filled with the fire of God now. Now I curse all addictions off your body now. Everything of your past, let it be finished today. Let it be over today. You don't walk in sin. You walk in peace. You walk a holy life acceptable to the Lord. In Jesus' name, you become a bold soul winner. You become like a billboard for Christ. In Jesus' mighty name. People don't even recognize you after today, but they know you've just had a touch by God. In Jesus' name, receive that. Receive that. Receive that. All right now. All right now. If you feel something, let us know. Send us a message. God's doing something. By the anointing of Christ, your old past is old. It is the past. It no longer holds you in chains anymore. You no longer have a a stuttering problem. You no longer have a mind with corruption. You have a solid mind. A mind fixed on Jesus. All things new right now. In Jesus' name. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Right now. Hallelujah. If you if you would like a copy of our soul winning script, if you would like help, more help, hey, how do I what do I say to people? Get in contact with us. If you belong to a church, you want us to have us at your church, talk to your pastor. Tell them to get in contact. We pay our own ways. We travel. As long as it has to do with souls, we will go there. The Lord called us to go to this one church. It was one of our first meetings we ever booked. 
And the, the, the lady that even booked us, the pastor's wife, she said, yeah, but we're so far away. And I said, I don't care. I said, I feel the Lord to go. And we traveled and we, 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 we flew. I think it was, it was one solid flight, right? We was two, no, it was two flights. Mm-hmm. It take you two airplanes to get to this church. And that church isn't the same anymore. The daughter feels called to go to school for ministry. Mm-hmm. We got her a, a scholarship to go to the same school we went to. The church has more people. They're believing now for a building. God's been doing great things all because of their members, their people. The people of the body of Christ said, I'm going to win souls. I heard the Lord said after we were finished with that meeting, mission accomplished, well done. It's not about me. Mm -hmm. It's about the lost. And I'm looking to go all over. Whoever wants to hear, whoever wants to be teached, taught how to lead people, I'm willing to go. I'm willing to lay down my life for the gospel. If you're watching right now, and if you would like to team up with us, partner with this ministry to going after the lost. Every soul we win, it goes to your it goes to your account. God sees that you helped us. You sent us. I'm believing this month, this brand new month, for 10 new partners that would partner up to the ministry. I'm believing God to take our broadcast to a whole nother level. I'm believing God to, to put us on TV. I'm believing God for different sources, radios, whatever it is I can get the gospel out to, to a dying and lost generation so I could teach people virtually, in person, wherever it is. God's looking for harvesters. And if you would like to sow a seed to our ministry, plant a seed in good fertile ground, ground that will give you a breakthrough, ground that God sees that's good fruit, you could do so right now by mm-hmm. doing hashtag donate any amount. You can go on to, you can go on to our, our website. Yeah. You can go to mjvministries.com forward slash give for all the giving options there. Um, you can, if you're watching on Facebook, uh, you can type hashtag donate followed by any amount on Facebook or Cash App MJV Give and PayPal as well if you go to mjvministries.com forward slash give. Um, I can put that up actually while we're... Listen, whatever you're believing for, mm-hmm. sow a seed of faith. Sow a seed of faith. Lord, I'm believing for this. Where's your faith? Usually your faith... Faith is tied with your finances. You know, whatever you put into God's hand to multiply, He'll do it. Yeah. He will do it. You know, the Bible says there's, it's called seed time and harvest. There's a law <clears throat> written that as long as, as long as this earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest time. The stock market will fail. The banks will will go belly up. But the the money that you invest into the gospel of Jesus Christ won't come back to you without a harvest. God will see to it. You purpose in your heart to be a a giver. You purpose in your heart that says, you know, giving shows that greed doesn't have a hold on you. Whatever you make happen for somebody else, God will make happen for you. And I'm telling you, Together, we'll team up and we'll populate heaven. 
There'll be people in heaven that you don't even know, but you sent us there. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you for everyone giving. I thank you for everyone sowing. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you see to bless them. You see to bless them for their generosity, for their, their seed that they are sowing right now. Father, you begin to show them the importance of seed time and harvest time. You begin to show them the importance of soul winning, to leading somebody to the Lord, showing somebody the true Jesus. And I thank you for it. I thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. On a side note, anybody that does sow a seed as a way of saying thank you, what are we, what are we sowing to people? What are we, we giving back to people? You can do a shirt. Keep, uh, eat, sleep, win souls, repeat. Hey, I'll do this too. If you show a picture of somebody that you led to the Lord, like take a selfie with them, I'll send you a shirt. Sometimes people like to be motivated by gifts. That's their love language. Yeah. As well, big shout out to uh, my mother-in-law, my pastor, Pastor Kathy Haishu. Happy birthday. She is 49 years young. This is true. This is true. Really excited for her and what God's doing in her. In her life and through her. She's she's led many people to the Lord. Many people. A huge giver. So, Mm -hmm. we love you. Thanks for hopping on. Guys, if you have any questions about soul winning, listen. Don't hesitate to shoot us a message. We love you dearly. From our studio to your mobile device. God bless you. Lead somebody to the Lord this weekend. Come on, invite somebody to church. Invite someone to church. I'll leave it with this. You know, it's always a, you know, since my wife and I are uh, associate pastors on staff here, it's always something when that I feel really good when, when somebody wants to invite somebody to hear, hear me preach on a Sunday night. When somebody brings a guest in, it's like... It's like a, it hits the heart of the pastor, like, wow, they're getting it. So if you love your pastor, if you love Jesus, tell somebody, invite them to church, bring them, go out of your way. I got a friend in Pennsylvania, and uh, I used to work with him construction. We used to mix mortar together and everything, Jordan. And uh, we follow back, even though I'm in Illinois, we still message each other. And, and I don't even need to know, I don't even need to ask him. He's still going to church. He's still loving the Lord. He's still living holy life. And it's just something, man. You get fruit. You get people. You get people that are changed, that see the real Jesus. I just went like this. like I'm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it changes your life. Love you guys. Have a great day. Thanks for being part of our lives. <laughs> If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.